Hey, this is Father Yuri Hladio. It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's uh and Nikyla. Welcome to our family update. This is Cohen Great. <laughs> All right, the first segment today. Yeah, we're diving right into a segment. Wow, okay. Not even going to say hi. Right gonna, into a okay, segment. No, people know who we are. Okay. Um, our first segment is, what text messages did you get about our podcast that you came <laughs> back last week? Um, so I actually came prepared. Okay, well, I came prepared in my brain, so that's... Okay, here you know, we go. I got one from... So we released on Wednesday. Uh, yes. On Friday. Okay. Annie Coop. Yes. Who's the wife of my best friend, Justin Coop. That is very correct. We're childhood friends. No, we're not childhood friends. No, we're like high not. school, high yeah, school friends. Yeah, that's not childhood anymore. And uh, she texted me on Fridays two days after yeah. to say, when are you guys doing more episodes of your podcast? Nice. <laughs> I miss you guys. Nice. Um, um, to go along with that one oh, on okay, Sunday. So, so we'll just put my story on pause. We're riffing off each other. Like you told a section, I'm going to tell a section, then you're going to tell another section. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So to go off of that, of Annie saying, when are you going to do a podcast? On Sunday, we told your mom, hey, by the way, the podcast is back. And she said, when? I looked on Friday and it wasn't there. And I said, it was up before that. It was there on Friday. And she said, well, it wasn't there. So my my mom has issues with her podcast (laughs) app. There's issues with her podcast app. They just don't want her to listen to them. That is true. Okay, so that was my riffing. Now it's your riffing. Well, then Annie responded later. Oh, okay. Where she said, more oh, that. I love that thought. Uh, I love that you thought of our fa- our family first when you thought of your time in Winnipeg. It was so True. awesome to see you guys and to have you bless our home and meet Walter. Even, Miss you both. Even though I didn't think of them. You did definitely did not think of them, but I, I thought of them. Yeah. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, another riffing on my turn now mm-hmm. is I got a text from Nicole Rokas who said, that's our, a friend from... Well, you got to explain where these people are from. Oh, okay, sure. Um, Nicole Rokas is a friend from church who uh, we had talked... We had told like maybe two, three weeks ago that, you know, oh, we have our own family update podcast. It's really great. Um, not that like you should listen to it, just like we do this. Um, and so then... And I thought nothing of it. And then I got a text on, I don't know, the next day after it was released saying, I guess I'm not your family or friend from Nicole Rokas. <laughs> so I said, I'm sorry that you had to learn this news on the air that we weren't family or friends, but you know, such is life. And she sent me one as well. Oh, okay. What'd she say to you? And she sent me a whole list of different remedies for heartburn. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And she sent them to me as I was walking in the door with Tums. Oh, so you had already bought the yeah. Tums. That being said, Tums is definitely not the best solution. Except that it kind of tastes like fun candy fruit. So yeah, that it, fun? but that's the problem. It's full of it's candy. It's glorified so candy. Tell- it's like it's like oh, let's eat all this cane sugar and call it medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone call Tums medicine? <laughs> well, it's literally you take it um, to deal with the tell heartburn. tell the people the solutions, please. Because I'm sure you're not the only one who experiences heartburn. Um, I'm not going to read the I've whole never thing. I've had heartburn. There's like five separate long text messages in a row. Um, Nicole, you need to things like uh, sometimes uh, uh, I don't know <laughs> licorice root tea. Oh, okay. Yeah, things like that. 
Okay. <laughs> of that whole long five text messages. For those of you who are interested, Dr. Nicole Rokas is a much more prolific podcaster than either me or Nikaila. So you can check out her podcast at Time Eternal. Yeah, but we're probably more fun. And you have another podcast, don't you, Nicole? Well, I don't know. I'm not Nicole. There was one about doubt a while ago. I'm not sure if that's still live. Why are we plugging other people's podcasts when people are here to listen to us and hear about our family. Well, because this is the segment of Alyssa, you should get this because Alyssa always, always buys the things that we want. Yeah. So Alyssa, you can listen. No one else listen though. Everyone else only listen to us. Speaking of Tums, I need to go get some Tums because it was Wednesday and we had taco salad and I, okay, this is one for Larry and Esther, your parents. Oh boy. Yugi boy. Remember Larry and Esther. When we went to go get tacos in Hamilton at the Mule, and I put that extra spicy hot sauce on that last taco, that's the hot sauce that I After put. After my father goaded you into doing it. <laughs> I put a lot Come of it on, onto man. my taco you salad. You can do more than that. So I have to go get some Tums. Okay. But you can maybe give an, uh, um, an update on Kneegate 2020. Kneegate 2020, everybody. Here it comes. There is no update. And now we will sit in silence as we wait for Yuri to come back with the Tums. Oh, but I have nothing important to say to the people. I don't know, man. I'm waiting for surgery. I, uh, I'm i still doing weddings this summer, even though there's only like a few because of A, COVID, and B, my knee. What's funny is that both of our lines of work require us to, quote, do weddings, end quote. That's very true. Yeah. We should really be starting wedding business, though. Yeah, you'll let's do be, makeup. Let's be serious here. I'll do the officiating. And we can both MC at the end. Well, I will sing the service. We'll both MC. I have a friend, Mai, who makes a wicked cake. Mm -hmm. So we'll get her involved. Um, Wedding band. I know know Daniel Bergman's good at music. Andrew Brown. Andrew Brown, that's true. Yep. His little... Andrew Brown. Fun fact, him and his trio jazz band played the music during our dinner at our own wedding. Andrew, do you still do that? Have you played any old... Jazz trio gigs? Because that was great. People loved that. Andrew, Did you get to eat at our wedding, Andrew? Do, do you remember the time where you and your trio came into my basement and I recorded you guys? When? That was uh, 1730 Chancellor. That was when we were living. I was living in the house. I had a little studio basement. Oh, did they pay you in crappy beer as well? I don't know if they paid me. <laughs> Mostly because I was just experimenting. And mm-hmm. it was all like live off the floor recording, which mm-hmm. means everyone plays together and you just record it. Yeah. And there was a problem because... One of the mics, I guess, wasn't working or whatever. So I, there, there was three of them. Mm-hmm. There were only two inputs. Oh, geez. I had the so bass guitar. So one mic was just like not on. The bass guitar was plugged directly in. Okay. I had one mic picking up the Andrew Brown's keyboard coming through an amp and the drums oh, <laughs> were in geez. one mic. And I was really scared that these guys had come to me to like do this thing and I knew as we were recording, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to sound good it's at not, the end. It's not going to work. And then like, I just sat down for a couple of minutes, like did a bit of a preliminary mix. And I was like, this sounds great. Like whatever, oh. however I positioned everything, like it's not professional yeah. quality, but you can hear everything clearly. And it sounds, um, it was sounded good and tight and together. And so, yeah. Well, that's great. And now because of that, Andrew Brown is a really famous jazz tree-ish-ian. Mm-hmm. Treation, that's yeah. the term. Yeah, yeah. It's when you're in a trio, but you're a musician. You're a treation. Treation sounds like an order of Catholic monasticism. Oh, yes. I went to the monastery and I interacted with a treation. Yeah, that works. It yeah. could also be somebody like a tree doctor. Instead of an arborist, you're a treation. 
Well, no, a treation is the one who does the surgeries. Uh, that's what arborists do. Mm, arborists they are more like internal medicine. Limbs. Oh, so they're looking at the rings inside and, and saying, ah, yes. Mm, they have the You have scabies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Looks like you have scabies. Okay, I thought you were going to at least pick like a new disease. I couldn't think a, of a new one. Make a joke again. No, no. Ah, uh, yes. You have a dermatitis. <laughs> <laughs> that would be on the outside of the tree, not on the inside. But Okay. So clearly we know zero about trees um and internal medicine yuri what else do you know zero about oh a lot pick one there is a tremendous amount um i don't know mostly everything you could say almost anything i'd be like i basically know nothing about that um what do you know about how to carve a gravestone nothing i well, what i know is that there's stone and then you have to make indents in it mm. That's I don't exactly nothing. know how. Like, I know in olden days you'd have, like, a chisel and a hammer. What do you want your gravestone to say? Mm, just a wooden cross is fine. <laughs> you want it to say, just, just a wooden, a wooden <laughs> cross? <laughs> Yuri Lanyo. You're not a quote. Just, just a, wooden a wooden cross, cross is fine. Okay. <laughs> that would be a good one. Mm -hmm. I want mine to say... Shoot, I, did. I thought I was going to have something <laughs> funny there. I didn't. Darn it! It's going to say something funny, though. Okay, Nikaila, pretend you moment. are one of our grown-up children who's coming to visit our graveyard. Okay. What do you What do you say? What do you say to you? You say, Mom, how dare you have messed me up so much? Good riddance. <laughs> well, that got darker. <laughs> <enough. laughs> Remember when we couldn't find my grandfather's uh, grave? Oh, you should tell this story. That's a good story. So we're in Winnipeg, right? And we go and we... And we go to Steinbeck. Oh, we go to Steinbeck. <laughs> yeah. We're a great way to start a story. So first, so, we, <laughs> we fly to Winnipeg. We get in a car. So we were in City A. And then you know what we did? We went to City B. <laughs> That's where the story happens. Okay, guys, I love Steinbeck. So we were in Hamilton, everyone. Okay. Then we went on a trip to Winnipeg. <laughs> and we happened to then go to Steinbeck, Manitoba. It checks out. Okay. It checks out. We're in Steinbeck. The home of my grandparents, the birthplace of my father, the current home of my aunt, my aunt and uncle, my cousin, her husband and their five kids, um, the current home of some second cousins. You get the picture. So we go and we visit my grandma and we're hanging out and we have to drive back to Winnipeg. And before we go, I say, oh, Yuri, let's go find grandpa's grave and let's like go you know sing a little memorial song say hi so we don't know where i know the the cemetery like we were at the internment like we went to the funeral yeah the yeah, yeah we so were we there have like a but that was like a a year and a half before Two, this was, yeah yeah a year and a half so you know it's kind of like okay well we generally remember where it is and like i remember driving into the cemetery and then you like and then you turn a corner that you'll find the tombstone that has the and name. like i remember what direction i walked to the car after right the we had enough to go on and like it's not it's not a huge cemetery no. right like we're talking one main road with two offshoot sides we could have covered every single gravestone in 30 minutes we basically did so we parked the car we get out and we're like okay let's let's find it. i know it's in this direction so we start walking and we can't find them okay and like we're we're walking up and down the roads we check every single tombstone but then i mean he didn't have a tombstone so then the next part of the story is that there were graves that had like a little like 
Like, you know those, like, plant sticks that are in a pot of flowers that tell you what the flower is? It's it was basically like that. Tomb- tombstone coming soon yeah. to a cemetery near you. Exactly. Yeah. But with someone's name. But with a name, yeah. Yeah, So exactly. it, marked, it marked the spot with the name. But there was no, like, no official rock yeah. yet. So we're walking up and down. We check every single one. No Ernie Taves. So then we are like, okay, well, maybe we were in the wrong spot. So we went kind of on the other side of the road where we had parked and, and are looking on that side. I'm like, no, these are all like, this is the older side of the cemetery. And I knew he was like buried in the newer section. So we'll call it, but I couldn't find it. So then I call my dad. I'm like, Hey dad, do you know where grandpa is buried? And he gives me basically the same coordinates that I was looking right. in. It wasn't there. I'm texting Brendan, my cousin, who I'm going to go see after this. And I'm like, do you know where grandpa's buried? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over on that side. And like I looked at every yeah, oh, single yeah. name. We read every single name. He was yeah. not to be found. Yeah. There were some of the little plant stand sticks that you could see were like kind of like broken. Well, there were some that were like smashed. So and I could because of the wind or whatever, and I could still see that that wasn't his name. Either wind or ruffians took away my grandfather's Those Mennonite ruffians. I know, right? Took away my grandfather's little name plaque, and so we couldn't find him. So I asked his neighbors around him that when they see him, to let him know that I had stopped by, mm-hmm. and then we sang him a song, and then we drove away. Yeah. So it was kind of sad. <laughs> it was like it was like the weirdest combination of silly and solemn yeah. and sad yeah. and like happy and wholesome. Yeah. It, I don't know. It, it was it was a weird it combination of human emotion. So what I'm trying to say is that I'm going to develop an app where you can search family members and it'll just tell you exact coordinates of their cemetery sites. I'm sure that this exists. Also, sometimes people are now buried with GPS. Is that real? Mm-hmm. Is that like one of those like Apple find my phone? That Apple you, like- find my grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> but you have to make sure that you turn it on. Like just whip, switch, 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 switch. <laughs> What's, what am I saying? Flick a switch <laughs> on the actual casket before you bury it. Yeah, that'll be like the cere- last ceremonial thing that happens. The ceremonial <laughs> flicking of the switch. And like the the sad widow is the one that gets to do it. Yeah. She gets to turn it on. Yeah. Anyways, um, I would like to be buried with an Apple find my phone tag. Why is it that the term widow is more associated with a woman than with a man? Because the man's version is a widower. Really? Yes. Is that a real thing? Yes. <laughs> if you die, I'm a widow. If I die, you're a widower. Oh, okay. It's because language it's is inherently gendered. Yeah. So, sorry, bud. There you go. When you think of a, a of a widow, do you often think of a man in a black veil? <laughs> <laughs> yes, long black dress and a black veil. <laughs> Standing in a window. Yeah, looking off uh, across the ocean. Yeah, waiting for the... In a lighthouse. For the boat to come in. In a decrepit, like, Victorian house overlooking... Constantly like, wailing. Yeah. Oh. That's it. But and it's then, a like, man. And then, like, teenage neighborhood kids come and throw rocks at the house. <laughs> And they say, stop being such a widow, man. <laughs> it's old widow Hladio. <laughs> I think you and I can both fulfill this role quite well. Don't let them look at you. <laughs> You'll turn to stone. Yeah. <laughs> You'll start singing church music. Oh, no. I don't want that. I'm not going to look at you for the rest also, of the Also, what night. teenager talks like that? 
The kind that smokes seven packs an hour. Well, so this is in the 70s? Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of 70s, I got a haircut. <laughs> Nikaila looks like Jimi Hendrix. Amen, <laughs> I'm trying to brother. think of things people in the 70s. Who was famous in the 70s for their hair? Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> what about the lead guy in WKRP in Cincinnati? Mm, mm-hmm, yep. He was like the handsome guy that came in and wanted to introduce rock and roll. Yep. He had the, he had the hair. That's who I look like. Google that, everybody. Joe Namath. Is that a football player? Football player. Oh, okay. Famous for in his retirement being drunk during an interview and telling the person interviewing him mm. that he wanted to kiss her. Nice. <laughs> um, my dad graduating high school. Was he known for his hair? Dad, were you known for your hair? Check the yearbook. <laughs> Best hair. 1975? No. <laughs> Two? No. Eight? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh. He was born in the 60s. In 60, to be frank. Yeah, gotcha. I'm an 80s child. <laughs> yeah, I know. You really like to say that even though you were in the 80s for a total of six months. Yeah. No, a little bit longer. Seven months. Alyssa also messaged us about the podcast. Yes, because they were driving home from BC. And so we kept their children company. Oh, yeah. Read read what Ruth said. Um, <laughs> it was the best. Everything that Ruth says is gold. Oh, sorry. I got to find it right here. Uh, Okay. I'm not sure if this is the right podcast, but she writes this. Well, you now have the unique honor of being the only podcast that the kids have actually chosen to listen to all the way through. Wow. Emoji of a laughing face with tears coming out of the eyes. Yes. You got some good belly chuckles from Jesse Mm. and... And, quote, I actually like this podcast, end quote, from Anna. Wow. And a, quote, that's my godmama and godpapa, end quote, in the happiest voice from Ruth at the <laughs> beginning. And a, quote, poor Nikaila, end quote, in the saddest voice at the end. <laughs> oh, that's the best. I'm so glad that we can uh, inspire the, the youths of tomorrow. What do you think we're inspiring them to do? Astronaut. Ing. To do astronauting. astronauting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fly to the moon, kids. Don't, though. I, you don't have to. It's okay. Nikaila, there's, there's, there's a few jobs, careers that Nikaila has told me I'm not allowed to do. Yes. Can you list those off right now? Number one, astronaut. It's a little scary. You'd be gone for a long time. Number two, mountain climber. You'll die and freeze. And then you'll be that guy with the green boots that everyone sees when they're climbing up to Everest. And they're like, oh, that's where that guy died. Die and then freeze. Uh, no, freeze and then die. You, f- you die from being frozen. Oh, okay. And number three is deep sea diver because duh, that's the worst. Deep sea diver is like more creepy and crazy than space travel. I think they're both equally pretty crazy. Yeah. It's both going into a space that humans generally aren't. And seeing things that humans generally don't see. Mm-hmm. And thinking that you're cool because of that. But wouldn't it be so amazing to stand on the moon and see the earth? I don't think so. Do you have like no desire to, to do you have like no romantic notion of? I don't. That? No, I really don't. There's no, there's no part of me that's like, I want to see what's up there. 
Yeah, like when I look at the moon, I'm like, what would it would be so, so cool to like be on it and to touch it and to look back at the earth. So and that's not up, there for you. No, growing up, we at, need to have a, a Swiss Family Radio poll. Text us both what you prefer: moon or no moon? Moon, moon contact or no moon? I'm getting a call from one eight six six nine nine five six six three six. Should I take it? Definitely not. Okay, I'm gonna not. Take um, it. growing up at camp, we would have a, like a little intro. I was on the first day and you were given this little piece of paper to fill out. And it was kind of like, have you been to camp before? Where do you go to church? Uh, Where do you go to church? Separation of church and state, please. It was a Christian camp. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then one of the questions was always, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? And my question was always, every single year, how can the universe never end? Like, it's just, it's confusing and scary and I don't like to think about it. It's like how the universe just keeps going. Right? No. Yes. Where's the end? Where's where's there like a at the edge? What's the edge of the universe? The farthest point. No, no, no! It just keeps going. No, it's not infinite. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. The universe. The just universe stops? has a border. What is the border? <laughs> I I mean, that's just what our modern science tells us. I mean, there how might do they, how do this, they know, there might be though? multiverses, right? Where we're just one universe amongst many like, bubbles I imagine of universes. That if you were like, how in do they your know spaceship? math? Math is how they know. I imagine that you're like in your spaceship and you are flying through the universe, and suddenly you just hit one of those like dead end signs. It's like, oh, guys, we're at the edge, and it's just like a black wall. And then what do you do? You just turn around. Yeah. Since when? Since always. Since the since the inception of the universe. So basically what you're saying is every year when I would write that, the counselors would look at it and be like, <laughs> idiot girl. This person doesn't know theology or science. So doesn't she understand? I don't believe you and I don't like it. Do you want me to look it up on Wikipedia right now? No, that's boring for our listeners. Um, okay, but the universe has a diameter. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, now, God, my next question, how does the universe have a diameter? <laughs> how, where'd the borders come from? Because it's a shape. What are they like? What shape is it? It's very interesting that this is the one question you would ask God, and you spent zero time <laughs> researching it yourself. Yeah, because I'm going to ask God, not <laughs> the Google. Oh, the reason you're going to ask God is because you have no interest in researching it. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's a very interesting perspective to take, or tactic to take. <laughs> God, it's I like, just I'm gonna need you to tell me this, okay? Because I will, I couldn't be bothered. I will not. So the question I'm gonna ask you is, why is the universe the way it is? <laughs> oh man, oh, I'm yawning. Yeah, Kyle's yawning. That must mean that you're really boring. Well, you know what? I am a fan of segments on the show. Okay, bring one and in. Kyla's not a fan. I was just not a fan of, of re-going through our contact list on our phone and shouting out the same seven people. Is that so wrong? I guess you only have seven people in your life. Absolutely. Today's Braden Seaman's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Braden. Happy birthday to you. Brayden, happy birthday. To you, Brayden. Brayden's moving to 
Braden is my friend from Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and then him and his wife moved to Hamilton when he was doing his master's. Um, at McMaster University. Mm-hmm. And then we became closer friends. Here. Well, we became friends here. Uh-huh. Um, and then he moved back to Winnipeg and now he's going to do his PhD. I don't know. What are you doing, Brayden? I don't even know what you're doing. Does Brayden even listen to this? Um, probably not. Doubtful. Uh, but they're moving to Scotland, to Edinburgh. I want to To move. Edinburgh. I want to move there. Yeah. Where would you move right now if we were going to move? Um to a less expensive and more value-centered home. That would be nice. I would probably move back to Winnipeg. Yeah. Because being there was really nice. Well, it depends what else is going on in my life. It's true. Okay, so here's the scenario. You're an astronaut, and you're in space, (laughs) and you're at the edge of the Earth. Where do you move to? I'm at the edge of the Earth? What does that mean, the edge of the the Earth? I mean, the edge of the universe. (laughs) I move back into the universe, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Wait, but back into the universe means that you could go out of it, which means that there isn't actually a border. If you can go out of it and then into it, that means that there's a border. Okay, well, maybe I don't understand what you mean. Do you know what's really cool? When you shoot, imagine you had like the most powerful telescope ever, okay. right? And you could like, I'm going to look to the edge of the universe. Okay. The problem is the further away that you look, the farther uh, you're not seeing the universe as it is now. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the universe as it was because it uh, because of the time that it takes for the light to get from there to you. UD, everybody knows this. Exactly. So if you look, it's like how when you no, look at a star, I, that star might not, not actually be there. Yes, anymore. exactly. So imagine if you looked all the way to the edge, you're actually looking earlier and earlier and earlier uh-huh. into the creation of the universe. Do you so think could that- you look so far that you could see the beginning of the universe? But the problem is, light happened. After. So there comes a point where it's just black because light didn't exist. So is that why astronauts think that the universe ends? Because their telescopes just aren't strong enough? You know, there's a lot of complicated reasons (laughs) why these theories are put forward. I'm going to guess it is just they don't have a strong enough telescope. And that's that's the only reason that the Uh, universe... Oh, yeah, it's black. Uh, That means it's uh, it's the end. Guys, it's Uh, over. (laughs) It's just the the end there. Uh, It's black. And that's so when like Stevie next door tells him that he has <laughs> tells him that he has like the cover on his telescope is still on. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's black yeah, guys. Sir. <laughs> sir, your cover is still on your telescope. Oh, uh, nope, 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 nope. The it's end. the end of the universe. That's just uh, the end. Uh, so uh, everyone go home and I'll take that Nobel Prize, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Was that your segment? That was what? Happy birthday to Brayden and then back to the universe? I don't, I don't, I don't know anymore. Oh, okay, so uh, updates. Uh, church, work, knee. I don't know. Haircut. Haircut. Nikaila got a haircut. It's true. Okay, Nikaila, show everyone your haircut. Wow. Wow. I just love the way it like, yeah. Did you see that? Man. I know. <sighs> My hairdresser told me that I have no grays, but I had found one before. Did you pull it out? I pulled it out. Well, then you don't have a gray. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted that gold star that you get from your hairdresser when they tell you you don't have any grace. put a gold star on your head. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, that star could actually already be dead. (laughs) (laughs) And it's all coming back. Why do you like the moon so much? Because it's like a big rock that's flying around our planet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Back me up, people. 
Send us text messages. Interesting. Message our Facebook group. We we'll set up a poll one. on Twitter. No. Go on to our new TikTok. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Mikhail's got big yawns. <sighs> well, maybe we should start wrapping up. Maybe, because I'm yawning. Yeah. Mm, it's um, boring. Nikaila, what? Last time you picked a real sad piano song. Yeah. What's something that you would like to pick? We're gonna today? pick. We're gonna pick. Um, disco because of seventies because of my cool hair. Disco. And yeah, okay. and we're gonna. I pick, hope I can find something. And we're gonna pick. I mean, if it's not disco, like funky or funk. Right. Okay. Works. I'm going to do disco slash funk. Yeah. And I'll, I'll lean towards disco if it exists, but if uh-huh. it doesn't, I can go towards funk. And if you could have some kind of like, what's that instrument where you play it with your hands in the air? <laughs> a theremin? Yeah, a theremin. What? Is that the actual thing you're thinking of? Yeah. You're not, I'm not going to be able to find a disco song with theremin. I just want you to try. <laughs> I, I can already tell fine. you. Fine. Okay, fine. Um, what's a cooler version or what's a more <laughs> up-to-date version of a theremin? <laughs> there is no Oh, like some version. kind of like a... Jesus, oh, weird. Or like a feel. So you don't have to do an instrument. I thought I had to do an instrument and a theme. Well, you could... Be, you don't have to... You just play around with the idea. Okay, okay, so it's going to be disco and freedom. Freedom. That's the theme. Oh, that's, okay. That's okay, too, fine. too broad. Disco and vaccines. Perfect. Perfect. That's what I want you to find. So there's going to be no song at the end of this because this um, podcast is a vaccine-free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, geez. Uh, no, we're going to include music to disco, inoculate us against depression. Disco and guitar. <laughs> and guitar. That's just a keyboard. <laughs> well, then there you go. You found it. Found okay, the answer. There you go. It's going to sound great, I bet. Yeah, it will. Okay, well, that's about it. Um, thank you, Nikaila. Thank you to all our listeners. Thank you, Yuri, for making me come and sit at this table and talk to you. It was nice. Yeah, it is very enjoyable. Yuri just kind of tells me, Nikaila, we're recording tonight. And I say, you got it, dude. You got it, dude. You got it, dude. Nikaila's very good at improvising. As you can Nikaila, tell. do me an improv. Hello! <laughs> Real strong story. Welcome, campers! <laughs> well, it's the first day of juggling camp. What's the question you want to ask God? <laughs> Boom. You've been improvised. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody. Good night.